What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, Wealth Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. All right, Stallion, the, the first step when someone comes inside of our community is to join the passport challenge, right? They start building out a goal and and we, we, t- we sometimes get questions about like, well, I'm struggling with that. I'm tr- struggling to figure out what that looks like for me. But they get excited as they go through the Pathfinder, right? Because that allows them to see how passive income connects with their investor DNA. And they get to learn more about infinite banking on their way to the, the third step, which is creating support. I think today's podcast is one of those things that really kind of connects all those dots, don't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because once you have that first step in the plan step, you're building cash in the right location, right? We talk about buying your policy. Now, what is the, is the title of today's podcast? You have to have a safe place that has all of the, the benefits that you want your cash to, to have. And that's where that policy resides. But then it's just like what you and I started out this whole podcast for was now what? Like, how do I then take that and start to see people, start to see that money grow into passive income? And that's where the inner circle and the passive income mastermind really come into play. Now, if you're you're listening to our our podcast for the very first time, Joey used some words that are very specific to our community, policy. What is he talking about? He's talking about a dividend-paying whole life insurance policy, a contract between us and the insurance company where we store high cash amounts into an insurance contract because of a lot of the benefits it gives us. It gives us the ability for our cash to grow guaranteed. It gives us for our, our, our money to grow outside of the IRS constraints as well as outside of the eyes of other creditors. There's some huge benefits to this, which sometimes end with no taxes on the growth of that money, Joey, right? So for us, growing our cash inside of these insurance contracts has always been a benefit, but then people were excited about that whole process, excited about putting their money there versus storing it within the retained earnings in the checking accounts and savings accounts within their banks and saying, okay, now what? And to your point, I think the now what happens when they're inside our inner circle, when they're inside our passive income mastermind, they're learning those three pillars. They're learning how to build passive income. They're learning how to manage and reduce taxes through experts and strategists who are are licensed to give that information. They're learning ways to build infrastructure around this so that they can accelerate to financial freedom as fast as possible. And I I love the fact that today's podcast really connects those dots. It says, now I have a whole life policy. Now, what do I do? You're going to hear that, Joey. Let's pull our, t- our chairs up to the table and belly up. Yeah. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, 
Don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so you can more easily understand them, and more importantly, take action on your path to becoming financially free. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan. They call me the idea guy, most because like a follow-through guy, didn't sound so cool to me. Well, enough about me. Thankfully, I'm not the only one here. I'm joined by two of the most famous coaches in the infinite banking space, coaches in the financial freedom space, and guys that I lean on every single week to give me wisdom and insight. To my left, the man I like to refer to as the true financial Sherlock Holmes of our of our day, no problem too difficult to solve. If I'd only known him earlier, I'd been so much richer. Says everybody, Mr. Downtown Ernie Brown. Hello, Ern. Hello. Just the three of us. We can make it if we try. Just the three of us. Man, it's like it's like my favorite 70 sitcom. I'm sorry. Mark, what is Three's company? Three's company. Come on, man. Let's go. Let's go, man. It's, there's an opportunity for you, Earn. Did you know the 70s was like 50 years ago? I did. Yeah. I, I, I was I was 50 golden years ago. Right. But still, you, you didn't even have to live in it to watch TBS and be able to get all you wanted oh, from Three's Company. Any other any other sitcoms from out of the 70s. So but thankfully, I have another retiree in the room. Mr. Catch Me If You Can, the man when he's not out killing bears with his bare hands or spear diving for tuna, he's dropping gold nuggets right here. The one and only Mark Carguchi. Welcome, Mark. Afternoon, everyone. You know, I actually, so in honor of, I guess, of Cinco de Mayo, I realized that we are the three amigos today. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Favorite <laughs> line. Some, some, three amigos. Would say that we are, some would say that we are infamous, which is more than famous. <laughs> There's an El Guapo in every scenario. <laughs> Can I have your watch when you are dead? Aaron, have you ever seen that movie? I, I can't call it either. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put this on the list. I feel like I should just leave. I have nothing to add to this podcast so far. I'm going right now to the Dropbox list of movies to watch. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good luck finding it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So today's topic is I bought a whole life policy. Now what? And to, to give this some context this subject matter is so near and dear to my heart because that's where wealth about wall street was birthed from was out of that because for so long we had been setting up these dividend paying whole life insurance policies for the purposes of stacking cash for the purposes of not investing in the stock market a lot of times the people that were coming to us had a very specific reason maybe it was that hey i, I want safety or maybe i want to pay off debt Maybe this is the better strategy for me than my 529 plan for my kids, whatever it was. But a lot of times it, it got to this question, right? Like I've got this, now what do I do with it? So Mark, your first step, tell me, what's the first thing that you did with it? 
It depends. Now, honestly, I was, I was thinking about what we had talked about and I, I kind of revamped my note, but you know, for a lot of people that could be like an, an arrival syndrome, right? You've gone through this process, you, you've gotten educated, you, you've devoured as much YouTube content as you can find, you, you've gotten on calls with us, you've read Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker. You've also you know, read other follow-on books that are, that are in the same vein. And, and so you're there, you've got it. And at times it can feel like you, you, you've arrived and you are at now the way station. And it's, it's like you, you took the train to the main hub and now you're standing there and you're like, well, well where do I go from here? And, and so that's why I say it depends because if you recall, we are gonna always start with, well, what is your goal? Because your goal is gonna help you decide, well, okay, what do you do next with this system that you've just created? And whether that's going after just a safe place to store cash, fantastic. I, I think that's a great place to start. Whether it's going after your finances, can I be more efficient, nimble, and flowing the money through my system, helping out family members, fantastic. That could be like step two. And then step three is actually, can I use this to go even further and build passive income and actually have an even larger impact on my community at large? Aaron, why is this topic so important? Well, if, if you buy a regular whole life insurance policy and you set that up, you might not be so excited. But if you set up one for the purposes of infinite banking, you might be really excited about it. You might be like a mosquito in a nudist colony excited. Excited, but you just don't know where to begin. <laughs> and if you're like that, the, the question that comes to my mind, what's more important, implementation or execution? And rest what you're saying about why does Wealth Without Wall Street, how did it become to exist is that that's what we wanted to continue to help our people with is what is the first best use of what we set up? What is the next best thing to be doing? Because you love the concept of EVA, economic value added. Well, not only do we want to just add value, we want to take the, our dollars and put them to the highest value and the best place to put to work. So that's, that's why this is important to me. I, I agree. I mean, we were sitting around a table one time having a discussion of this very thing. Like we, what are the things to do? We didn't know all the things. Right. And it was like, okay, well, how are we going to solve that problem for ourselves, and ultimately help our clients? Because that was, it was a, a, a daily occurrence where somebody at the time would come into our office and they would either share an idea or they hear one and they would go, oh, they'd have that light bulb moment, right? Like, yes, I've got cash. Now I see how things start to connect. I see what the next step is. And we said, well, but in order for us to, to do this, like, man, I hate the fact that I, there's so many people that have, should have heard this and why don't we just start this podcast and we'll start sharing this with all the people that are already in our little ecosphere and they can hear these things and not have to wait or even potentially miss it. And through that process is where we started learning about ATM investing. Thank you, Mark. Right. We started learning about storage facilities and land flipping and short term rentals e-commerce businesses. We started losing learning how all these things play together with the concept of having cash stored within a cash value within inside of a whole life policy. So it's so important to us because 
it became the the practical part of the infinite right we knew that there was an infinite way ways to use these insurance policies but what we didn't know is what and i think it was one of our previous guests garrett mccarty said something like when i stored cash in here it forced me to have to then go and put that money to work it forced me to become a better investor which is what robert kiyosaki says to us all the time right he says that we we don't have good or bad investments we just have good or bad investors and when we're forced to become stronger investors then now we start to win so i think there's a lot for us to cover today you can use it for what it's set up for and i want to kind of cover what that means in in the book becoming your own banker he, he talks about joining a wealth club and i think we can kind of break down that as well as we can share some of the good news and continue to rethink our thinking which is one of nelson's you know famous last things that he 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 would love to repeat is that you got to think about your thinking and then you got to rethink your thinking so let's let's break down point number one here use it for what you set it up for tell me more about that Ern. well i don't know many people who have started infinite banking for no purpose <laughs> and if you did what in the world were you doing and tell me who helped you with that because they must be good <laughs> the, use it for what you set it up for it, it makes me think of you created this to store cash in so number one you had to capitalize you had to begin to capitalize your system and and don't don't stray from that the number one rule don't be afraid to capitalize your system and so continue to do that what keeps you from doing that i think a little bit of fear uncertainty creeping back into old patterns of thinking so number one don't don't be afraid to capitalize keep keep going the way that you started and then follow the plan hopefully there was some strategy some outcome you're wanting to do from this don't be afraid to take that loan use it put this thing to work go accomplish the first thing you intended um, when you set this thing up that's what i think what does that statement mean to you mark i think that that statement is it's it's driving you to a some semblance of follow through right you you've started down this journey like ernie said you, you you didn't just start this for no reason you actually had a reason uh so i i my mind immediately goes to you know a couple of clients who who came in and they said look you know i need a place to store some cash but i, I really want to in in part of my short-term goals is get a handle on on some debt because i i feel like there's got to be a better way i feel like i'm just throwing money out the door and i feel like i'm losing control so we go ahead and we, we we set the system up and then we develop the plan to actually follow through on that 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 next action item right first action item is is getting it set up and the second action item is going through the debt and so for that person those two check boxes i mean you you can see the weight being lifted of oh okay wow this this is working for what i set it up for and when you can get that proof of concept and, you, and you, you take those measured steps forward, now that individual, now all of a sudden the doors start to open up even further because now they're thinking about, wow, okay, so I, I've got control of this area. Hey, tell me about this other area. Tell me about this type of strategy. Tell me about that. And so now we can see 
that again, that, that skips a little bit of ahead, but that's starting to rethink the thinking. Now we're getting creative. And Nelson says it many times that the infinite banking concept itself, it really is a concept, but it's also an exercise in creativity. How can you continue to be more and more creative in what you're already doing? I'm not saying be illegal, but be creative because there's small shifts that we can make that over an extended period of time create a sizable divergence from where you would have been. Can you guys give me an example of something either that you've done or something that you've been coaching someone and watching them do of, of just one thing that they set it up for and started doing that and, and saw success very early in that process? Well, perfect timing. Confession, I was a little bit late to this podcast because I was on the phone with somebody that I'm, I'm helping to get started. And I was just sharing with him, uh, this is a strategy that I, I love to use with, with business owners whose best investment is their active business right now. They're 100% focused on growing their business. And so they come across infinite banking. We wanna, put, we wanna implement this in between my family and my business for the benefit of both, right? And so we identify some cash flows. And so I've helped several people implement infinite banking with, with the tax dollars that they're setting aside. And so I was talking to this guy, sharing with him, somebody that I helped a couple of years ago do the same thing. And one of the things that I was sharing with him as he was afraid to capitalize what I was just talking about. He's, he's looking at this and saying, I don't know if I can, I can commit to this. And these are cash flows that are already happening. And I shared with him this, this guy a couple of years ago who, who implemented this tax strategy. And then a couple of months later, we we're on a coaching call and he's, he's trying to get creative with cash flows because he took a loan to pay some quarterly taxes. And I was looking, well, how do I fill this back up? He was paying, I think I've shared this on this podcast before. He was paying his children's private school tuition on a monthly basis. And I asked him, hey, do you get any discount if you pay the school on a semester by semester basis, if you pay up front. So we went and found out and the answer was yes. So this created success for him immediately. He went and paid a semester's worth of tuition and took the monthly payment he was making and made that a loan repayment to his insurance policy. So the success was he got started with infinite banking with, with cash flow that's already happening in his business. He's getting his system started. And then he found another way to save some dollars on a fixed cost in his life with tuition. And he found a way to save those dollars for next semester's tuition and the insurance contract as a loan repayment, which means it minimized his loan interest. To me, that's an enormous, that's a huge win. And that's what I was trying to share with this guy on the phone just a few minutes ago. This podcast is amazing. Almost too amazing, Russ. There's too many ideas and I don't know where to get started creating passive income. Well, here's the thing, Joey. I think one of the things you need to consider in that statement is what is it costing you to not know? What is it costing you not to take action? I love the statement that says you don't have to be great to start. You just have to start to be great. If you're struggling on where to start, you have to know what type of investor you are. Know your investor DNA. And if you want to learn more about this, you can join us in our Passport Challenge at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. Get started today. Well, it's as you were talking about that, made me think of, I was listening to Tom Wilwright's podcast, uh, Wealth Ability Show. And we, we love 
obviously one of the three pillars that we focus on is reducing taxes. How how are the wealthy and the successful strategically eliminating or minimizing at the least their tax burden? And he was interviewing David Green. You guys know who David Green is? Bigger Pockets? The Bigger Pockets guy. And they were talking about, you know, what do you do in this market time frame? Should we be aggressive? Should we be defensive? And how do you how do you react? And David Green, I didn't know this until the podcast I was listening to, and he was talking about being a police officer and said there was two things that you can never, you couldn't violate some of the major things as a police officer related to, you know, handling your gun. Like you couldn't have your finger on the trigger or you couldn't have your finger on the trigger and point at somebody. Uh, unless something was like you intentionally were going to do something, right? Because if you were pointing it at the ground and you pulled pulled the trigger, right? The worst thing happens is you shoot your foot or shoot the ground, right? If you pointed at somebody and you figure it no trigger, you can't shoot it. And he said, he's talking about in relationship to real estate, he said the, the, the mistakes you can't make, you can't have happen is that you can't one buy real estate that goes um, underwater, cash flow wise, you have no cash flow, right? To make, make the payments. And then at the same time, the, the, um, the things underwater as it relates to how what you purchased it, right? Those are the two things that make people go bad is they don't have, it quits cash flow and they don't have the money to make the payments and equity is less than what, um, what you paid for. And he was talking about something that was like, man, sounds like we should have a conversation about infinite banking because he said you know one of the things that i've always done is just store tons and tons of cash more than my needed reserve for for those rainy days for those stormy days for the times when things could go really bad so that i always had the money to make the monthly payments on the mortgages if something went bad well isn't that a great use a great potential um, place for cash to be stored. If you're a real estate investor or want to be a real estate investor, you're going to need to be storing CapEx money, capital expenditure money, money that you're going to be setting aside for maintenance and uh, for potential people moving out and occupancy and all that kind of things. You got to store it somewhere. Well, where do people store that cash, Mark? Most people at the bank. At the bank. But yet, just like you were saying with taxes, Ernie, it's dollars that are going through our hands anyway. How could we make those dollars be more profitable? How can we have this thing that we could set it up for a specific thing? And it then adds value to everything else we're doing, right? Because here's the thing, and people say, well, how much should I, if I, if I had $100,000 or a million dollars in my cash values within my infinite banking system, how much of that should I use? Should I use 100% of it? Of course not, right? Because we would never drain 100% of our reserves. Well, think about if you had reserves in, in your insurance contract that was specifically designed for something you knew you weren't gonna spend it for, like maintenance or capital expenditures for the property that you're in. All right, second point on this list, you referred to Becoming Your Own Banker by Nelson Nash. And on page 65, he said, you should organize or join one already in existence, a wealth club that meets periodically. Here you have the support of others that are working their way out of darkness, right? One of the key things he said you need to include, though, is people who have a good track record 
and practicing the principles of the infinite banking concept. This is important because you need to surround yourself with others of like-minded understanding. You don't want to fall victim to, to the feeling that you're the lone ranger. Huh. That's interesting. Is that not the sole purpose of either the passive income mastermind or the inner circle? Those would be good places to get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. In when you surround yourself, how have you seen Mark surrounding yourself with other people lift you up or someone else? Oh, well, I, I, I guess I would, I would, I would say, how is it not? Um, constantly hearing new ideas. I mean, we've got ideas bouncing around inside, you know, people are sharing their, their wins from say crypto. People are sharing their wins from staking. People are sharing their wins from short-term rentals, long-term rentals, land flipping, you know, um, people are sharing that, wow, you know what, the, the infinite banking system of generational wealth was set up in my family and, you know, an unfortunate event befell, you know, one of our family members, but my goodness, isn't it fantastic that now there's the windfall that comes to the next generation of the family to help them continue carrying on that legacy. And so I think surrounding yourself is, is always going to be beneficial. Some of them are going to seem intangible because, you know, a pat on the back and add a boy, add a girl, uh, a lift you up, a sharing of a moment, it may feel intangible, but it's moving the ball forward because you're staying engaged and whether you're sharing a win or a loss, I guarantee you, you're going to learn from it and other people are going to learn from it. And so just being in that group of people that are willing to share, um, if, if you're walking away with nothing, then, then that's on you. But his, I just got off a call before this meeting with a guy who was interviewing to become a member of our Passive Income Mastermind. And this man has accomplished a ton. I mean, he when asked how much passive income do you have in relationship to your monthly expenses, he said 3x. Well, the goal of the Passive Income Mastermind is to 2x your expenses. So I said, well, I'm just curious, right? For someone in your position, why do you feel like joining a passive income mastermind would benefit you? Where, where is the need there? And he said, there's always something to learn. There's always someone who knows more about a specific thing than I do. And surrounding myself with other people that are on that same journey is going to continue to have me sharpen my financial IQ. And I thought, man, what an amazing thing. Ern, what do you say about this subject matter? Well, I appreciate you reading from Nelson Nash's book, but I feel you stopped just a little short. He says, he says, after what you said, we all need the nourishment of a favorable environment. So you're talking about this guy who's had tremendous success. There's no one that doesn't benefit from a favorable environment. And, and so if I look back at my life, what are the best experiences in my life? And as you look at your life, what's been the best experience of your life? Has it not always involved being around other people? Uh, for me, yes. I mean, tell me, is there anything in life, the best experiences where it's just been you and you yourself and then yourself? No, I, I mean, I don't think so. It, I, 
I, I've told this story before. I, I went to play golf one afternoon before coming home. Uh, I had to get home uh, in time for dinner. My wife was having her parents over, going to cook dinner. I was going to slip in nine holes real quick, right? Jumped in the cart, head off the first tee, hard number one, come up to number two, and there sits a threesome on the green. And I'm thinking, piss. And they wave me on. Envision me, a, you know, about an 18 handicap, standing on the tee box, having to hit into a group over water, like all things going bad in my mind. What happens? I hit a ball as straight at the pin as you can. I start walking to the cart like I'd done it before, even though I was like, that was pretty cool. How'd that happen? Next thing I know, these guys are jumping up and down. I look, I'd hold it. Now, that experience would have not been worth anything if it was just been me. <laughs> One, because people would never would have believed me. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> That's true. I would not, I would not have believed you. I've seen you play before. Right. So there you go to your point. All right. Well, speaking of that, like it, 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 I think it dovetails really nicely into the third point, which is sharing in the good news. Right. And to continue to rethink your thinking. So talk to me about what that means to you. How, how do you rethink your thinking there? Well, just the the story that I shared that guy started his tax strategy, found another way to use the same system he set up for another purpose. Man, if we just set this, if we set up this uh, limited banking system, we might get a limited result. And fortunately, Nelson Nash didn't give us that. He gave he gave us an infinite banking system. And so we can we can learn to accommodate all of our cash flows through the system. The only thing that we need is the imagination and the creativity and the reason and the logic to find out what those things are. And so we, we have to personally continually be tinkering, working, rethinking on what we're working on. And it really helps when we've got other people working on that with us, a coach and a community of other people who are on the journey as well. Well, I think that part of that too is that we are always showing up humble, willing to learn from that surrounding, right? Like I was listening to a podcast this morning and they were saying that, you know, they at this very high dollar mastermind just coming back. And he said, I was reminded by the speaker at the very beginning who said, you need to be humble. That humility is for you to learn, right? And when you're surrounded by other people, it's hard to learn if your ears are closed and you're not willing to. And we say that all the time. Who's wealth without Wall Street not a good fit for? People who have already arrived in all the knowledge, who have nothing to learn, right? Because we are all at different phases. And it's amazing how I keep finding people way higher in levels than I am. It keeps pushing me to want to know more. I spent time down in St. Thomas last week surrounded by people who do infinite banking and are doing it amazing or using this strategy completely different than we I use it. And I think, oh, wow. Like, you know, just an opportunity for me to realize that even over the last, you know, 13 years that I've been practicing this personally, there's still things for me to learn. The opportunity, like you said, Ernie, is not limited. Now, speaking of limited or unlimited, I'm taking Megan's car to be detailed tomorrow to a place called Unlimited Detailing. 
they're unlimited in how much they want to charge me. What do you think it costs <laughs> to get a, a, a car detail the size of Megan's? What, just give me a ballpark before I move on to you. This is sidebar, but. Are you getting like a ceramic coating put on the thing? I I said, you know, he said, what do you, you know, I said, how much does it cost? He said, so you want the waxing, you want the, you know, carpet shampooing and cleaning. And yeah, sounds good. It's a Mother's Day gift. Okay. Last time I had it done, it's probably about $125. What do you think? I'm gonna I'm gonna go like a solid three hundred. Four fifty. Four hundred. Of course, Amy, Amy put that yeah. in the chat. Amy nailed it. Amy, oh. Amy paid for that. Did she pay for that? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, I did not even notice that. Oh man. Ding ding ding. Oh, she said I've called him before. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Like I was like, I called Mr. Car Wash and, and they said they, they vacuumed that thing out, moved the seats and uh, removed the mats and wash it for $38. And I said, sold. All right, Mark, tell me about sharing in the good news and continuing to rethink, rethink your thinking. For me, this comes down to, you know, introducing family, introducing friends um, and just sharing with them ideas and, and scenarios that, that are working for you. Um, but again, it's just sharing, right? You're not pushing, you're not pulling, you're not dragging someone because people have to recognize there's a need. Um, I, I, I do like the idea of always being open. Um, I learn a tremendous amount from all of the coaching calls that I do because I get to hear everyday problems through the eyes of other people because I may or may not have seen or, or been exposed to this problem before, but I've never seen or been exposed to this problem through someone else's eyes. And so it's so cool to, to ask those questions of, wow, like the other day I had a call from someone who had heard our podcast about self-insuring. So this, this individual wanted to look at, you know, what, what would this scenario be if I wanted to uh, take over part of the insurance for my automobile? And so we walked through the difference of a car that was financed and how there's restrictions on insurance for that, as well as his, his other car, which didn't have a loan against it. And so it was so cool to walk through that with him and have him have aha moments along the way, knowing that all, all we're doing is just helping you see the landscape, asking questions. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Um, I'd like to throw this one in too is, had a, a gentleman get set up with us uh, to, to be a part of our inner circle. Um, he already had an, an infinite banking uh, policy set up from before. He's already using it. They're deploying it. Um, he had questions about maybe starting another policy, but really he had some questions about moving money through his system. And so just on our first call, our first coaching call, he was exposed to being able to collateralize that I showed him where our webinar was. We talked about it. He said, oh my goodness, that, yeah, that sounds exactly like something I could use. And then if you haven't seen uh, the, the video I put together, you can check us out on YouTube or on Facebook. Uh, it's, you know, what do I do with my premium um, that I'm saving throughout the year? And in showing him that system of walking through what he was already doing, but making one little shift of where the dollars were going to hang out, He's on par now to save three hundred and twenty-five dollars a year. Is three three twenty-five or three twenty, north of three hundred bucks a year. All from one little shift, and it has absolutely no impact on his day-to-day -day life. 
other than now he's got a couple nights out on the town with his wife. He'll be able can, to go get his car washed once. Yeah, yeah. Go get his car washed. It <laughs> give him a good down payment on it. You know, he's he's, he's going in yeah. the right direction. Yeah. Wow. Well, we finance car washes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I needed a policy loan to get a sticking detail done. That that'll be an opportunity there, right? Well, th this has been fun. I, I appreciate you, gentlemen. You know, today we, we didn't have the stallion. His experience in financial freedom at its best while he's um, on vacation with his family. We didn't have JD, who is actually going through some consulting in one of the businesses that he owns and, and, and learning how to grow that to make it more successful and more profitable. And that's the, the beauty of all of this, right? We're continuing to learn or practice what we preach. And if you're not a member of our inner circle, you need to be a part. You need to learn um, the strategies that it takes so you can do those things that we were just saying. And the easiest way to do that is you can jump on a 15-minute call with one of these coaches. You can go to wealthwaltwallstreet.com forward slash free call and ask them, talk talk me through the three pillars that you guys practice in here. How do I get to mastermind and network with other members to see what they're doing? Is this the quote unquote, as Nelson called it, the wealth club that would help me be surrounded by people so that I'm not the lone ranger out there trying to do this by myself. As always, we really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Take time, please, the rate, review it. We, we love that uh, to hear from you through those different outlets. As always, have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.